breaking news. And tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, some big news coming out. Hunter Biden has been indicted on nine tax-related charges. This is tied to the special counsel probe, and these are federal tax charges coming from California. It is a nine-count criminal indictment, including that he was writing off as business expenses, paying for an escort, uh, luxury items, living an extravagant life in a whole bunch of different ways. How does this affect Hunter Biden? How does this affect Joe Biden? And also, this comes as next week they are going to take a vote to potentially formalize the impeachment inquiry against the president of the United States. This is huge news tonight. And boy, the stakes are definitely getting higher for Hunter Biden, who already faces those charges tied to the gun charge when he should not have had a gun years ago in Delaware. And joining us now is the guy who broke the big scoop himself, the great investigative journalist and founder of Just the News, John Solomon. Uh, John, it is great to have you here on the show. And uh, I want to get your take about all of this, uh, John. First, fill us in on what all this means. Well, first off, uh, the Joe Biden made cracking down on tax cheating millionaires a centerpiece of his presidency. We all remember the 87,000 new IRS agents, the State of the Union address that time to crack down on millionaires who don't pay their taxes. Today, tonight, the Justice Department called the first son himself, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, a quintessential tax cheat who chose to underwrite his extravagant lifestyle with millions of dollars in foreign monies rather than pay his debts to Uncle Sam like all the rest of us. So this is not only a, an increased legal peril for Hunter Biden, it is a big pox on the house of Joe Biden because one of his hallmark promises to the American people is undercut by the behavior of his own family. And inside this indictment, while it lays out all sorts of extraordinary details about what that extravagant lifestyle was and how to what degree Hunter Biden might go to chat, cheat on his taxes. They, at one point, they mentioned a $1,500 Venmo payment he made back in 2018, and it was for an exotic dancer at a strip club, but Hunter Biden tried to disguise it as artwork, even though the exotic dancer didn't sell any artwork to him, and then he deducted it improperly on his taxes. Um, that is the sort of detail, devastating detail from a political perspective that this indictment has. But let's keep in mind, this is also a really significant indictment about the truthfulness of President Joe Biden. Why? In this indictment, it confirms that Joe, that Hunter Biden got millions of dollars from China. Joe Biden told us there was no money from China to my family. We now have the federal government confirming that happened. He said time and again, my son is just a victim of a political witch hunt. He never did anything wrong. The government has now charged him with 12 counts, three felony gun charges, three tax felony charges, six misdemeanor tax charges. The uh, indictment also makes clear that there was something untoward about the Burisma Holdings Ukraine deal that Hunter Biden uh, engaged in. That's the very first story I broke that started the Biden scandal back in 2019 when I was at the Hill. Tonight, for the first time, federal prosecutors confirmed what the IRS whistleblowers told us this summer and what I reported first in 2019. Hunter Biden failed to pay taxes on several hundred thousand dollars of money he got from that Ukrainian energy company called Burisma. So in 2019, when they were impeaching President Donald Trump for asking questions about Burisma, we now know there was a legitimate reason 
to ask questions. So this indictment not only is bad news for Hunter Biden, it really debunks a lot of the things that Joe Biden told the American people to try to win the presidency back in 2020. Walk us through the time frame, John Solomon, too, that these allegations stem, because remember, David Weiss, as you know all too well, let so many of those other tax charges lapse. So focus in, if you could, on the time when this happened and, and walk us through yeah. some of the items, too. Well, it's really interesting. The The uh, narrative of the indictment uh, makes clear that Hunter Biden began cheating on his taxes at least in 2014, the year he joined Burisma. But David Weiss couldn't bring charges on that first tax evasion, which, by the way, by the way, the IRS whistleblowers were ready to bring those charges. Why? Because David Weiss's office allowed the statute of limitations to expire last October 2022. Uh, that is one of the big things that the whistleblowers came uh, to bring to the American public's attention. But uh, he is charged for a four-year tax evasion scheme that work goes from 2016 to 2020. Four years. Uh, millions of dollars of income, $1.4 million in taxes evaded, according to this indictment. So the charges are in a shorter period, but the uh, narrative makes very clear that uh, Hunter Biden was doing this for a long time. Sometimes he just didn't bother to file tax return at all. Sometimes he filed a tax return but cheated on it by taking improper deductions or leaving income off the tax form. He is a poster child for what a lot of us uh, when we heard Joe Biden talking about, I'm going to crack down on tax cheats, well, Hunter Biden turns out to be the poster child of exactly what Joe Biden was talking about. Uh, there's so much detail in here. There'll be days of people talking about this and that. But I think at 30,000 feet, uh, first off, Hunter Biden is looking at some very serious hard time if he's convicted. 17 years in prison just on these charges. There's about a year or two more minimum that he might face on the gun charges. Uh, but Joe Biden now has to go back and face the reality that all the things he told the American people to get elected in 2020, they're not true. He got money from China. His family did. His son used his home as a place to uh, bring this money in and out that he evaded taxes on. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to report with the help of Senator Ron Johnson, uh, the top Republican on the uh, uh, permanent subcommittee on investigations in the Senate, that six uh, suspicious activity reports flagged Joe Biden's personal address for more than $12 million of suspicious financial transactions uh, for two potential crimes, crime of potential money laundering, the crime of potential human trafficking. That was in the detail of these secret bank reports that Congress has had a look at. But think about that. Wow. The man who's our president was previously our vice president. His home was being flagged by banks. Uh, saying, hey, we think money laundering and human trafficking is going on, $12 million of it, and Joe Biden's address is at the center of the financial transactions. And what were the times of that, by the way, uh, that you're talking about for tomorrow with $12 million is a lot of money? It is, yeah. 2016 to 2019 looks like the time frame uh, from what uh, Senator Ron Johnson told us. We'll hopefully get more detail over the next few weeks, but keep in mind the law doesn't allow the specifics of these tax reports to be put out there. They would have these uh, money laundering reports to be put out there. If they were, we'd get a lot more detail, but we're uh, senators allowed to tell you the general gist of what they're in there. And this is the first time we do six uh, SARS directly mentioning Joe Biden's residence, $12 million of transactions, including in those SARS, two specific areas of criminal concern, uh, money laundering and human trafficking. Uh, pretty tough stuff for a president trying to run for re-election in just a couple of months to have to answer to now. 
Now, let me ask you the $64 million question to that end. How much of this do you think is now the heat? Is there politics behind the heat coming on Joe Biden? Because obviously the facts are the facts, but also bringing about the facts could be political. And they certainly uh, seem to realize that he is an embattled president. I mean, if you look at the polls, he's, you know, some of his approval ratings, John, as you know, all too well, John Solomon are like 28, 29 percent, some 30 percent. Is there is there now a sense, hey, go for it? Uh, Or is this or is what do you make of the timing of all this? Uh, The Joe Biden I've known over the years, I don't think he's going to just step aside because of this or anything else. I think he'll try to fight through it. He'll do like what he did the other day where he continued to insist. It's a lie to say I met with Hunter Biden's business partners, even though there are photos, there's sworn testimony, there are emails showing those meetings occurred. Uh, Joe Biden's going to continue, I think, to stick to the story he falsely imposed on the American people in 19 and 20. It'll be up for the American people to make a decision. Now, there are other big decisions waiting in the wings, right? We have uh, the Congress, the House could take a vote next week to formally um, approve uh, or formally uh, uh, authorize an impeachment inquiry. That's going to allow it to go to court to try to compel testimony from people like Hunter Biden, like Kevin Morris, uh, the man who gave him $5 million in loans uh, uh, as a Democratic donor and lawyer and Hollywood lawyer. Uh, by the way, all of that's in this uh, indictment. They mentioned Kevin Morris and confirmed that. They mentioned Burisma payments. They mentioned the China money. Um, this indictment is a really great narrative. It goes beyond what you need it maybe to prove this, uh, the uh, tax charges. It really informs the American people about what went on in the Biden family that Joe Biden once denied. But there's a lot of big choices in front of us. If I had to guess, Uh, The impeachment inquiry will continue to move forward. But at the end of the day, House Republicans will decide that the perfect jury for impeachment are the 2024 American electorate and leave it to the American electorate to decide if Joe Biden should stay in office or not. And John Salman, where does it stand with the Hunter Biden testimony? Because you brought up, remember, he came out famously and said, oh, I want to do it publicly. And Comer and everybody said, no, you know, uh, the rules are the rules. We want to grill you privately first. A lot of people don't understand why that's important. Obviously, you can get information, you can get details, and then you're fully prepared when you go out public. And it's not him doing a show, you know, then you have some substance to go out there. But where does it stand with um, the testimony now? And how do you think this huge indictment tonight changes things? Well, one of the things that's going to be clear is that a lot of the issues that Congress would like to talk about are now inculcated, implicated in these indictments. And it could very well give Hunter Biden the ability to say, I'm going to plead the fifth because I'm facing hard time in prison and I don't want to say anything in Congress that can be used against me in the court of uh, public opinion or in the court of law. And so uh, I don't think Hunter Biden was ever going to testify. I think uh, the Hunter Biden team knew that they could make this offer because the Congress had made it clear every witness is going to come to the exact same um, uh, way of doing things. We're going to do private interviews and then we'll decide who should testify in public. That's done for a very specific reason. Uh, uh, and that is so that witnesses don't learn what other people are saying and try to conform their stories. You do these private uh, uh, interviews so that no witness tries to taint the other person's storylines. And, and that's why they're done. They're done for a good reason. Hunter Biden wanted to skip over that, be treated differently, uh, be tra- treated with a little different privilege. And James Comer and uh, Jim Jordan said, uh, not on our watch. You're going to do it like everybody else. I think the chance of him testifying next week is pretty small. Now, give us a sense of the time frame with these uh, big whopper of charges, uh, these nine criminal counts. Again, he could face 17 years. It's very serious stuff. 
So walk us through the time frame, how this would normally go, John Solomon. Yeah, a case like this typically gets through the court system within 18 months. It could get done in a year if uh, both sides don't have any appellate issues. Uh, I think you're going to see the Hunter Biden legal team try to suggest David Weiss was never going to bring these charges if it weren't for the IRS blowers. He got jawboned into this politically. I don't think the courts are going to buy that argument, but I think Hunter Biden's team is likely to make that argument. Uh, what's really interesting about this indictment uh, is that, remember all the attacks that came on those two IRS whistleblowers, Gary Shapley and uh, Joseph Ziegler. Oh, they're political. They're not telling the truth. They're lying. They made this up. Uh, everything in this indictment matches identical to what Gary Shapley and Joe Ziegler told Congress. And by the way, this indictment matches very closely, almost to the word, of what those two agents originally wanted to do in 2022, but they got turned down and rejected by the federal prosecutors starting in Washington, D.C. and Los Angeles. And then, of course, the woman in uh, Delaware named Leslie Wolf also was uncomfortable with some of this. Uh, so uh, I think it's pretty clear. One other side note to this is the IRS whistleblowers did change the course of history. Hunter Biden was going to get a sweetheart plea deal until they came forward. Now Hunter Biden is feeling the full weight of the tax code, as most any other defendant most likely would have. He doesn't get that special treatment as a result of those IRS whistleblowers. And by the way, uh, just coming in, this is a statement from Abby Lowell, the attorney for Hunter Biden, who says if Hunter's last name was anything other than Biden, the charges in Delaware and now in California would not have been brought. So you can see that's where they're going. Um, Before I let you go, John, really quick, the irony of it all, the other charges are the gun charges in Delaware. And that's the one thing that Joe Biden is also pushing with gun charges. You know, I mean, you can't. um, John, you are amazing. Thank you for joining us tonight on this big breaking news night with this big scoop that you had. Thank you, John Solomon. Great to be with you, Rita. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. John Solomon with Just the News, I think.